Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm your host here at OTM. And as always, I am joined by my co-host. And man, we had a little bit of a Herzig bot malfunction for the first time ever. Mr. <laughs> Justin Herzig, how are we doing tonight, my friend? You got the Coinbase shirt on repping the IPO. Oh, it is. Yeah. Today has been, to be honest, a huge day in the crypto space and the kind of blockchain technology. Um, I've got my my coin token right here as well for the IPO. Um, we are a Coinbase family uh, with my wife actually working there. Uh, so it has been a big day in the Herzig household. Um, but I think even beyond, like we had CMBC on for most of the day. And when they're not talking about kind of Coinbase and stuff, like NFTs for the next topic, like everything that we're focusing on right now as such a hot space. And uh, so it's kind of gave a little like, you know, excitement, a little validation for all the focus that we, you know, all three of us here on the show tonight have been spending the past two, three months really diving into this space and building, you know, what we see as a really prosperous long time you know, future. Uh, and so it was just, uh, you know, in general, just having a public company built around crypto, built around blockchain, go public, be worth more than Goldman Sachs. Uh, it is just green pastures ahead for the larger community um, in that whole ecosystem. Yeah, definitely a big day in the crypto space across the board. And joining us tonight, we've got a special guest, man, that's been putting out a ton of awesome content, awesome analysis on Twitter, including some projections of his own, Mr. Taylor Stein. Taylor, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Super yeah, fun. Happy, to, happy to have you aboard. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Right. Yeah, this is this is pretty great. It's um it's funny that you reached out because I I threw the projections out there and then I read Justin, I read yours, and immediately everyone started like comparing the two and DMing me and they're like, Oh my god, yours is yours are so wrong, yours are right. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just over here trying to have some fun with it, make some projections, and we'll see what happens. But you know, I'm not yeah. trying to pr predict the future here. I'm just trying to take my best stab at it. Right. Now and you did a fantastic job, but it's so true because no matter what you put out there. Uh, I got these are too high. These are too low. You get a little of both. It's just like, you know, we come from the fantasy sports side. No matter what you put out for what a player is going to do a projection, it's either too high or it's too low. Or, you know, why are you hating my player? Why are you hating my team? Um, but I think just as an yeah. exercise wise to kind of help people get a better understanding of, you know, what to maybe forecast for those small people, that amount of people that actually get the, uh, the um, moments or the people who are interested in the market. Uh, it's an interesting exercise. And uh, without a doubt, for me personally, it did not go that well. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll dive into it. But I think most importantly than anything else, and obviously, I think this because I got it wrong, is what we can learn from it. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, where we can kind of improve that process going forward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's why we wanted to have you on tonight. I thought that it would generate a lot, a lot of discussion. Like Justin said, people are people are all over <laughs> it on Twitter. Literally, yeah. people that are like, you're you're way off these are so low or other people are like these are not high enough i'm like you, you can't please everyone but uh right. you can you can definitely talk about it and i think it creates a lot of great discussion points so I'll, I'll set the stage here a little bit first off gotta gotta give some plugs here so i mean we've got taylor on so i can guarantee you guys it's gonna be a good show you're gonna want to hit the like button so go ahead hammer that like button right now make sure you're following us on twitter subscribing to us on youtube checking out our website, otmnft.com. Got a lot of awesome content, awesome tools on there. We're continuing to, to work on new features each and every day. We've got a lot of cool design upgrades that are coming in the background to make things a little bit friendlier from a, a visual standpoint. So stay tuned to that. 
And let's dive into the show tonight. So we're going to start by talking about the Hollow 2, Hollow Icon 2. I might, have zoned, I might have zoned out, but do you tease what we're ending the show with? The more, the most exciting part about the show? <laughs> You're right. Can't wow. Yes. I mean, carry the lead. Right. Come on. <laughs> I have it literally on my, on my list here. But yes, we are going to be finishing the show with a legendary pack opening from Producer Coop himself. He's been holding on to this thing for two days, doing a ton of of looking into what's still out there. What could he possibly be getting? So we're going to have some fun with that at the end. If you guys are lucky and if Producer Coop is feeling generous, I believe he may even give away one or two of the common moments that come in his pack in the form of the, the $1 listing like we did previously, which oh, was a funny. lot of fun. And just, you know, <laughs> there's nothing better than just tilting 200 people in the chat that think that they deserve the $1 moment and, and don't get to it. That, that was a blast hey. last time. So we got to do it again to them, Justin. T yeah, Taylor, you missed, you might've missed it on if you were paying attention to the show, but um, we do this thing where we throw out a moment for a dollar in the marketplace and we tell our, it. you know, people watching where it is. So it is uh, currently it's OTM three and it's bots zero. So we are hoping to keep that trend alive. Well. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's a chance we may be giving away an MGLE as well. Uh, so Coop will give out the details wow. of that later, um, but we're, we're, it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And, and no bots scoop it up? Like so, someone in the chat, I was able to get it? That's one of them was a Siakam, which was going for like 60, 70 during the challenge. And mm -hmm. uh, every single time the humans, our chat got it because we got like someone said either that you DM'd us to tell us that they got it or someone in chat, we saw the name. And I guess it shows that, like, if you were really F5, F5, and you know exactly what <laughs> you're doing, great. Like, yeah. you've got a legit chance. So we're and, like, fun. everyone in the chat instantly, when they didn't get it, assumed that a bot got it, like, even yeah. though they didn't <laughs> give any. We're of like, course. well, there's a bunch of you F5-ing right now. Like, just because you didn't get it doesn't mean a bot got it. Oh, right. Someone's fun. wife. Someone's wife. Gonna, yeah, point, yeah. Someone's wife yeah. got it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's great. All righty. So, anyways, back on track here. Going to go over the, the hollow icon to drop. Going to talk about... The Cool Cats 4, that there's been a, a lot of discussion there. Talk about some of the, the rumors that are flowing around, some of the speculation. And that'll be the show tonight. So I'll just kind of kick things off here. So on Monday, we had the Hollow Icon 2 pack drop. There were just over 2,400 packs that were up for grabs. There were new requirements in order to be eligible for this legendary drop. So people are probably familiar with that. But just to recap... So you need to meet one of the following requirements in order to be eligible, either owning 15 plus moments, two plus rare moments, one plus legendary moments, or you need to have spent over $999 in the marketplace at some point and still hold a moment in your account. We heard from Jacob over at Dapper Labs that there were a little bit over 80K collectors that were eligible. And, and I believe we saw somewhere between 50 and 60K in line. I don't know if we saw an official number, but it was somewhere in that range. And as we talked about, producer Coop did indeed get a pack. So this kind of summarizes the the drop. And yeah, I guess Justin, I'll, I'll kick it to you first. You know, what 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 are your thoughts on what we've seen since those packs dropped? I know that you you wrote out I thought a really well written article around your price projections and why you know things turned out to be a little bit lower than what we were projecting. We'll also then kick it to Taylor because because he had. He, he was a little closer, and so we'd love to understand some of his assumptions. But, yeah, you want to talk to people for maybe that did not read the post on Twitter, some of the, the things that you've learned over the past couple of days with regards to the Hollow Icon drop? 
Yeah. And so first off, the way that we kind of build out these projections, the price are all, it, it's fully data backed. Um, so there was very little of any subjectivity by me when I was building it. It's almost all using comparative moments in the marketplace. Um, and so to do that, what we were seeing is, you know, hey, taking a look at, yeah, if you want to actually double click it, you can see how high these are compared to where they actually landed. And it's actually remarkably close. Almost all of them ended up being around 75 to 100% more than what they ended up going at. Um, and that is based off where we saw similar like moments. Um, what I think was interesting and where these probably went wrong, um, one is I don't think it accounted for, A, the bear market and the current state of the market. Um, when you look at the prices and we're trying to compare it to others, so if we say the uh, legendary slash 85 that started, that was released on, I think, January 5th, January 7th or so, like uh, those prices don't align anywhere near this, even though it's a similar size and circulation, uh, but just the holders of those moments are very different than the holders who received the moments today. The ones who were involved in early January uh, before the major boom are more long-term bullish in the marketplace and aren't trying to get that quick flip. While the majority of people who received the moments, the hollow ones here, uh, I don't want to say they're not bullish or anything, but what we know for sure is that what they've experienced the past two months is only a bear market. And so by all intents and purposes, they had fair reason to believe that if I don't sell it today, it's only going to drop in price tomorrow. And so it led to and just complete undercutting of people just trying to continue to sell to sell because I get it. If you pull almost any of these for the majority of people, that means that probably makes up 50, 70, 80, 90% of what your total about like account valuation is for most people. So like it makes sense that you want to sell diversify and kind of put your assets somewhere else. The second thing here is when we take a look at, um, the oh, so, so they removed those marketplace transactions. Thankfully, they brought them back up. They made them so you actually have to click on it now and go to the other link. So it's not as easy. But at the time that this went out, those were gone. And I think LeBron is the greatest example of that. Is we were just seeing. Um, we can use any example, but all our only data point was the lowest ask. So when these were being sold, the only thing that people could base off is what is the current lowest ask because you couldn't see. So let's say something was for sale for five thousand. You couldn't see that something already bought, somebody already bought that for 5,500 or 6,000. Instead, if you're going to list, your only data point is what other people are selling it for. And as we said, when you combine the bear market, when you combine that, okay, we don't know that other people are willing to pay more, all I'm going to do is undercut. And then you just get that cycle and it just keeps dropping and dropping. And I think the third one is, which I think is a bit of a minor one, but we are seeing it, is that there's virtually no utility value for these moments and the challenges. Uh, for whatever reason, and it's probably a combination of it's just too costly. People don't want to put money, that, that, you know, twenty five, thirty thousand dollars onto the site right now to accomplish these challenges. Uh, but there's virtually no utility value. So when I created these floors of two thousand, that was actually about the same, if not even a little lower, um, but about the same as the other uh, hollow moments that had already completed their challenges. And so now, since this drop. I think we're seeing the cheapest ones. Basley's around like twelve fifty. We're seeing some of these even, you know, I'm, I don't know what the uh, Josh Jackson is because I know that's always been the joke one. But like these are $1,100, $1,200 and have virtually no utility value. And that's 800 less than what we were seeing for the other hollows that already had their utility value and also were like similar players. Um, so I think overall, when I just made these, you know, the assumptions that I built in, 
uh, used a current state of the market subjectivity and didn't bake in enough of what are the human reaction? What is the human element of when I'm going to be buying these hollows, releasing them in the marketplace? It's such a large amount of money. People just want to sell. And I think that's been far more of a factor than anything else that has drove down these prices. And I am extremely interested to hear you know, from Taylor, who Taylor was still high, not nearly as high as I was. Um, mm-hmm. But like, what were your baselines and kind of what did you take into account to kind of at least get a, you know, a lot closer than I was? Yeah. So I think I went about it a similar way, right? Like I wrote out in the article how I really just wanted to start by finding comps essentially like what are comparable moments for each of these players um and i wanted to keep them as comparable as possible it's kind of like right when you're looking at the value of a house you're doing the same thing you're trying to find like what are the homes similar neighborhoods similar bedrooms you're trying to do the same thing here um so i looked at for all these players i tried to find series two i didn't want to stay in the same series i didn't want to pick up any like additional value on series one sort of premiums um, so I looked for series two base moments and I also wanted to take out ones where that base moment was something like a top shot debut. So there were a few that I omitted from here. Um, and Johnson, there's some value assigned to his top shot debut, right? His moments about $30. And if that moment wasn't his debut, maybe he had something in series one, you'd expect that to be a little bit lower than $30. So I sort of put those to the side. And tried to just find the relationship between market cap of series two base to hollows. Um, and I started with doing it for the existing hollow icon moments. Um, and I just put them out on a plot and did a linear regression. And it was 11 at night and I didn't feel like doing anything else. So that's pretty much where I stopped. Um, so once I had the fit, it was like decently close. Um, this whole log log plot makes it seem a little bit closer than if it was pure scatter plots also easier to see but you could see there was like that uh regression captured just about all of it plus or minus 20 percent, which is still pretty considerable right that's still like 400 dollars above or below a two thousand dollar listing so it wasn't super tight um and then i started with that and then essentially just ran all the new base moments for the new players through that same model and just looked at what it what it spit out and it came out to the floor about the same at around two thousand um and that was pretty much it. I didn't put any like qualitative assumptions in there around like the market or around, you know, I also expected the latest transactions to be back. I thought that that was like, I saw it, I think it was a day or two earlier where it first was missing. Crazy. And I thought like, okay, well, it has to be back. Like when they open the marketplace back up after this drop, it's going to be there. Like they they said, it's going to be back shortly. Like, of course it's going to be back. And it wasn't, which I totally agree. I think that really hurt buyers, right? It gives you you have no confidence that you're making not making a terrible decision. Um, but I didn't think about the seller side. And I think you're right. I think it affects the seller side too, where if you have no reference point, if you haven't seen that someone got paid 5,000 for selling a moment, you don't really have much reason to do anything other than list it at the bottom. Right. There's like, it's hard to come up with a reason why you shouldn't do that. Um, so that's pretty much where I started and came up with these projections. And I think the other part that I didn't, hadn't really thought through is with this new release, we pretty much doubled the supply of series two legendary moments, right? Like we had previously 30 hollow icon moments. We doubled the supply. There's now three shy after the challenges. So about 60 of them out there. Um, But you have to think like, did we double the demand and like the double the number of potentially buying customers that are willing to invest 
2000 into these moments if you assume that that's the floor and i don't think we have right like i think we doubled the supply and i don't think we doubled the demand so i think it we shouldn't be surprised that we sort of diluted this series two legendary market and with not like a doubling of the buyers or people that are at least equipped and ready to do it that the whole thing took a shift down you know a however many percentage points it did um, so i think we can't be too surprised by that either I think that's a really good point. And uh, I mean, when I considered the floor, I did not consider that the floor of the other hollows would take a significant drop. Um, it just didn't make sense that, okay, the challenges are over. The people who hold them, hold them. It didn't make sense that those would drop the 30, 40% that we saw. But I think what you're saying makes sense. And maybe mm -hmm. there were people who were in those previous challenges, wanted to get their Trey Harden, Joker, and now they said, okay, I'm just going to get rid of my bottom of the barrel ones. I'll go from 2000 down to 1200, 1400, whatever it is to be able to buy into the next one or just, they wanted to take down. So I think that's a really mm -hmm. good point that I hadn't counted for. Mm -hmm. And there's a I couple have, like, oh, sorry. There's no, a couple no, 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 like little like things that in yeah. retrospect, I noticed where there were most of them, like I think probably similar to yours, I was probably just a pretty constant percentage point off right if you just like divide all my projections by whatever is a little you not cut them in half all the way but they were like a pretty constant level over percentage wise um and i want a couple of them are very off like i think it was the uh what was it Lori markinen and a couple others where i was like a thousand dollars off i projected like 2400 and it's now at 14 or 1500 and one of the downsides of this model which i i thought about at the time and i kind of brushed it off is that the what this is all built on is the market cap of the series two moment. And when possible, I tried to grab the 15k versus the 35k. Um, the reason being the 35k double the amount. So you can expect for a similar player, the price may be about double or sorry, half. Um, and it almost starts to get interesting because Top Shot can only you can only list at a full dollar increment. Right, like there's no listing at 550. So you have so a lot of these moments. Seven of your 35Ks is very similar. You're right. Six and seven to your buyer are really similar. But when you multiply it out for the market cap, it starts to swing things drastically. And then when you plug that in as your variable that you're using to predict these prices, that could almost have like a, you know, five six hundred dollar swing on on the projection. So that's why um, I ran a couple of these through the model again. And afterwards, it was like, I think it was Terrence Ross was a $8 moment that then went down to a $6 moment. And that $2 change is essentially $1,000 in the projection at the end of the day. So there's some interesting dynamics there and probably also learnings about building a model off of something that's like so sensitive to even the, the smallest change. Yeah, I'll actually just show up. These are kind of my in-process notes. Uh, eventually, I cleaned it up. But just to kind of similar to what you were saying there, you can see... Um, wait till here, the slash 15K and the slash 35K. So same as you're saying, and just pulled them to be like, okay, what are those comps? I then took a weighted average just to better understand for the previous hollows, those that had a 15K and those who had a 35K, what was the rolling average for those for their ratio between the 15 and their 99, the 35K and their 99, and then just tried to find a range. And then there's a little pushing and pulling. And what I'd love to do is kind of talk through a couple of these just to get your take on where we differed and where you see kind of the current market, because I think people right now are probably pretty interested with regards to, well, 
is this what the prices should be? Or is there value now? And we think that in the future they should go up. Like, uh, mm -hmm. and so here's one example is the LeBron versus the LeBron. Um, the LeBron slash 85 that was released um, January 5th, January, January 7th. It's series two. It's a legendary. It's low ass is 60,000. This is the hollow. Yes, there's about you know 14 more of them. And this one's currently going for 25, 30,000. Um, mm -hmm. Is that 60 just not realistic and no one's actually going to buy it for 60 and it's just sitting there? Or is the 25, 30 just being based off the people who are flipping and wanting to get out and should be closer? What are your thoughts? So a couple things there. I was looking at that as well. And when I, I saw the model <clears throat> came out with like 30, and I looked at the LeBron and I pulled the series two legendary. I was like, shit, this is <laughs> I'm something's wrong with the mod. This is really bad. And then I even put a blurb in the article where I was like, this definitely starts to break down with LeBron. I'd be hesitant to like, you know, plug him in there. Um, so I think the other thing that I wanted to look at when I was researching that was looking at the recent sales. And there aren't many as far as I can remember, right? So I think the thing that we have to keep in mind is this far out from those moments being released that uh, LeBron legendary, the 85 count, those changed hands probably a while ago for the majority, right? Like folks that wanted to flip them and make some money sold them and they sold them to people that are willing to hang on to this for the long haul. And probably folks that bought in likely early before the market exploded and aren't looking at times like now as a great time to sell that really large investment. So I think it's not surprising that the holders of that asset, this LeBron here, that they are like setting the expectations high. And they're saying, if I can sell it at 60, great, but I'm in no rush to sell this. I'm holding a LeBron legendary moment. Um, and I think that sort of grit there, like, they're not going to cave. You know, I can't, I would love to know, and we could look it up, but how many people that are holding that moment pulled that from a pack? Because I think, you know, those people I could see at, at this point, maybe wanting to sell and make some amazing profit off of it. But I imagine a lot of the people holding that are folks that bought it um, and are less likely to sell it on it for cheap. Yeah. And I think when you we, compare we, that we to even the, go back. the new hollow. Yeah. Yeah, we can even see that. So I'm on that LeBron and we can see that A, there hasn't been a transaction in a month, essentially. And then before that, it's been two months. But you can even, when you're looking at the buyers list, right, you see some of the same names. Like we, we've seen library, whoever this, this person is, has bought multiple of these. So I, I think you're making... A great point, basically, in terms of the, the clientele that holds this LeBron versus the one that just happened to pull it in the pack this week. Sorry, sorry to cut you right. off. Just uh, that was a good yeah, point. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no, I, uh, I think it's something you have to keep in mind. The people that pulled it from a pack, they they invested $1,000 and they probably got 800 of that back from the MGLEs or I don't know, $500. So uh, it's a lot easier to make a story why someone would want to sell it um, for cheaper than that 50 So I, you know, once it came out and I saw it falling 30, 25, I'm not super shocked. I think the other part that I definitely noticed was if you look at how many sales there have been for moments of $50,000 or more, there's, you can probably count them on both hands, right? There's only been a handful of them. And I would be surprised to see that we release 99 out into the wild. And those types of purchases are happening once every week, two weeks, three weeks. Um, so maybe one of them sells, but at the end of the day, that's 98 other people that are now trying to get the most cash they can get and they're going to undercut each other. Right. And one other thing that we actually put out on Twitter today, but I'm curious what you're saying, 
if we sort by the percent listed, so you were saying earlier, like how many people, you know, are actually posting these, uh, the top percent listed moments without a doubt are almost all the hollow icon series too. Um, mm -hmm. and like ridiculous amounts, like 50% almost, and then ranging down to third, almost all of them are between 30 and 50%. And I think it aligns with what you're saying in that, People who got those people who got those packs, they may not be bullish on long term top shot. Their goal might just be to flip and get out. And it might be the wives, the girlfriends, it might be the people who, you know, are just kind of in it and you know, they're this is the most they've ever had a chance to get in NFTs. And so they're going to do whatever possible to sell. And for them, it's more important to kind of get that sale. Uh, even if you are losing 20, 25, 30 percent of value, it's more important just to get that sale. Um, exactly, and like yeah, that LeBron. Like I agree with you, and this is where human element should have come into the projections more because should have just kind of thought about okay, a bunch of people get LeBron, ninety nine get LeBron. Like yeah, okay, maybe it's worth it. It's up for fifty five, but people aren't going to buy it significantly. And and maybe you know what? Maybe if we weren't in such a bear market, maybe if we had transactions listed and people saw that there were purchases at that higher amount. Now there weren't. I don't think it actually was a first purchase until twenty five, and then so it did reach that kind of level. Um, but I do think like there there is an element to people just want to get rid of them, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that for those people. But uh, that's that's something we definitely learned. Mm -hmm. Definitely, and some of them might be. You know, I think yeah, people get called flippers just because someone wants to sell it doesn't necessarily mean they're a flipper, right? Like I think we even had someone DM us, Justin, that was like, Hey, I'm, I'm a top shot collector. I'm long-term bullish. But like, if I had pulled a LeBron, I would have sold it so that I could reinvest that money in other parts of my collection. And like, that's also completely fair too, right? Like if you have the opportunity to, to have one LeBron, that's maybe worth 25,000 or you have the opportunity to own, However many moments that twenty five thousand can can get you, like I totally get that perspective as well. So flipping, uh, yeah. flipping has a negative connotation. Exactly. And by default, we are just saying flipping, meaning you got your pack and you're selling. Now that doesn't mean you are buying your pack, you're flipping your pack, selling, and withdrawing. But for a lot of people, majority who get that pack, it's not smart for you to have ninety percent of your value in one moment in your top shop portfolio it makes more sense to sell that and kind of diversify among things that you are more, you know, bullish on or just you enjoy more. So nothing wrong with that at all. Um, mm -hmm. But it needs to be taken into account when we're trying to understand why there are so many sellers of these. And with the hollow challenge that's going on right now, like we won't go too much into this right now because we've been trying to focus that in the discord. Uh, but like, that understanding that motivation helps us make a decision on whether or not we should be buying for the challenge and if so when mm -hmm. absolutely all right i've got another one steph curry twenty thousand was his kind of low ask he was a hollow for more recently he was in one of the earlier ones his challenge utility was gone we've seen sales up until a week or so ago why is and if we compare steph's prices to some of the players such as and you know what was it anthony edwards anthony edwards is going for more for all of his you know rookie moments than steph's s twos if we compare jaw to steph they're pretty comparable but why is steph's moment going for 2x edwards 3 4x jaw it's a good question i think it's just at the end of the day it's steph curry could hang it up tonight and 
he'd be like one of the best basketball players of all time, Hall of Famer. You know what you're getting. And I think that that risk is so little, right? Like there's nothing he could really do at this point. So it's almost a guaranteed bet. Um, that's how I see it. I'm also a diehard Warriors fan. Yeah. So that, that helps too. Um, I and think maybe that's at the higher price, right? that does matter. Maybe at the higher price, because at the slash 35Ks, like the Edwards and such are, I think, 2, 3x more than a staff. But right. maybe, as you're saying, at a higher price, maybe you want that safety. Or maybe it is what we're saying, where it doesn't matter. The people who were going to flip the staff already flipped it, so that price is stabilized. Mm-hmm. We're still seeing the impact of, the, of the, the sellers. Right. I think that could be it. And I think if you're someone who like 99% of top shot collectors that don't have the money to pull the trigger on a Steph, like sure. You'll take a risk on an Edwards 35 K series two from his rookie season, right? Like it's a fun bet to make. It's not incredibly expensive. Um, and you're, you're hoping on both his career going up as well as the overall top shot market going up. Um, so I think it's a more common and accessible pick to make. And I think that's why when you compare the market caps of these base moments to the legendary ones, like, at first glance, you might think they should be the same, right? Like we're valuing this player. Granted, you're also valuing the moment, the video. And I think that's going to change over time in the long run. The, the moment itself is actually going to matter right now. It's just kind of names in a spreadsheet. Um, so you might expect the market caps to be the same. But when it comes to just pure accessibility at this point in Top Shot, it, we shouldn't be surprised that the market cap is so much larger for these these commons just because more people are, are able to go purchase them. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I think that's, I'm, I'm done on hollow tj anything else done you on hollow? no i think you guys made made a lot of good points i think it's just the nature of you know you, you you get that legendary pack and you pull some of those moments and people want to to get rid of them to either take it take it off the site or to reinvest it hopefully to reinvest it saw a good question in the chat uh where is it yeah from harry here uh, I'd love to see what percentage of people who sold a hollow actually reinvested it back into Top Shot. So I think that that's an interesting analysis that maybe someone on our team or someone in the out in the community, there's a ton of of amazing analysts out there doing a, a bunch of different deep dives. I think that this would be an interesting one yeah. if uh, if someone out there wants to to take this on. I, I the think data's it'd be there. Interesting to see. Yeah, the data the should be there. Very simple because yeah. we we can all easily track who had them, who sold them, and then going into those person's accounts and seeing what activity happened afterwards. Um, and I'd say give them some time, right? Before you go bringing the pitchforks yeah. out and say this person's yes. a flipper because oh, yeah. oh, they yeah. haven't spent yeah, exactly. their, their 20,000 right? yet. Like, yeah, hey, like get that. with it. Spend your maybe 20K. Can, I like yeah, that. Maybe, maybe this costs us give it to do a like a month a... down the line or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, my goodness. It, it, it takes a lot. If you're going to say, you know, you get a moment and you're able to sell it for 20k it takes a long time to to reinvest 20k like that's no joke that's a lot of money you don't want to just yeah. buy up whatever like you want to make sure that that you're doing what's best for you with that that money so i right. think that's and a great point as well. i think it's a really interesting like idea around someone that pulls a lebron from a pack where if you decide to hold on to your lebron and you're just holding on to it you're essentially just betting on how much is the general top shot market going to go up in my opinion, right? Like if the general top shot market's doubling, your LeBron's probably going to double. Like LeBron's career, sort of like Steph, I think is fairly locked in and priced in at this point, unless he goes on to play some absurd number of seasons. Like he wins five straight championships from here on out. Maybe it changes even more somehow, but I feel like it's already priced in. And it's an interesting idea of being able to cash it out and reinvest it in other players that 
are maybe riskier and diversify and you're both betting on top shot as well as other players potential so i i, I would put the pitchforks down for folks that uh <laughs> are maybe selling their lebron for 25 grand <laughs> and taylor is very aware of pitchforks taylor is very aware <laughs> of communities rallying around his articles to uh couple <laughs> <laughs> that one brought some eyeballs <laughs> i, I want to bring up one more thing because i saw at least two people mention it on twitter now that apparently someone bought up a bunch of the john walls so let's take a look at that so we've got the john wall hollow stingray 629 bought oh, i think i think they said it was 11 so Wow. So people tweeted at us, multiple people tweeted at us to say that one person bought 11 of the John Walls. And so I just went to look at that. And yes, indeed, whoever Stingray629 is bought 11 John Walls. And then not surprisingly, right, you see right after that, someone tailing them and hopping on board and spending yeah. 2200 And before this person bought all of these, what was the most? Yeah, guess, right. Someone yeah, bought right. number nine, right? Like, but yeah. And John Wall is not part of the current challenge. So just throwing that yeah. out there. Um, Interesting. Is this the same person that was buying a whole bunch of Malik Monks as well? Because that one threw me for a surprise. But <laughs> I don't know. We could check. We could check them out. I don't want to put this um, person too much on blast, though. No, no. We, we could no. look into their account um, and stuff. But uh, if we're, here, if people if can do it on their own time. You can go to that. If we're doing chat questions, can you go to number one jersey listings? Because we have had a couple people, or I had at least, saw at least a couple of times, uh, people were asking about like the price of a number one for a LeBron. Um, and so if you can search for a LeBron, um, I think there's actually a jersey number and a number one that are both worth going for about 40000 Um, And so people were asking, like, is this an unrealistic amount? So you could get the Seeing Stars Challenge Reward number one for 40000 You could get his jersey for 40000 Um I think this is a great tool to kind of get an idea of where there may be value for jersey numbers. Um, I don't know. I think using that price to lowest ask multiple helps as well, especially for the higher priced ones to get an idea. Uh, usually for the higher priced ones, uh, I'm looking for something of a multiple lower than kind of four or five. For the middle of pack range, I'm looking for something usually under about 20. Uh, and then for the cheapest ones, I'm usually just looking for a lowest ask of a moment that is something special for that player in hopes that maybe that player or a huge fan of that player is willing to buy. Uh, so I personally, I think I have three jersey numbers for players' first moments. Um, I was, I was about to say this tool This tool may have cost Justin a bunch of money. Didn't you buy like a Mason Plumley jersey number or something? What, what was the ridiculous? You did a ridiculous one at one point. I mean, I think all three were pretty ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I do have a uh, hollow icon jersey match of my own. So, Ooh, oh, nice. Although that one, uh, it was the first hollow icon drop. Uh, me and some buddies, I remember funny looking back, thinking like all calling each other, saying, "Should we spend a thousand dollars on this pack?" And it was like, uh, I don't know. And we decided to all go in together. We were like, "All right, we're all going to try to get a pack, and if any of us get it, we're going to, you know, essentially all together hold this." So it is one quarter of a. Uh, Drew Holiday jersey match, but fully in my account. But uh, we're all trying to figure out what to do with it, and it's a tricky thing because, like someone like him, he's a he's a he's been an all star right once. He's like up and yeah. down, middle of the pack NBA player. But am I going to get someone to really write a check for Drew Holiday whose name isn't 
Drew Holiday, right? Maybe for him, that's like the moment he wants. But um, for like your top shot collector, it's a hard, could be a hard sell. Yeah, that, that's really cool. Especially it's cool because producer Coop is going to pull the Chris Paul number three jersey tonight yeah. later on. So uh, just for shadowing, that's all I'm doing. I, I think that's really cool. Like, way yeah. to just give that lead. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> all right. So I am looking at my account right now, and it's easy to find out which jersey I have because if I go to the gain loss, it looks like I've lost a lot of money on these. Um, <laughs> So I have a Tim Hardaway Jr. jersey, a Mason Plumley jersey, and a Mike Muscala jersey. And it's all their first moments. Um, Heavy hitters. Yeah, but my thought... So I, I think they were all a thou- around $1,000. Um, and so I was kind of just monitoring. We actually had that tool as a spreadsheet first and was just looking to see like when there were outliers. And if it was the player's first moment, I was like, hey, if this player joins the site, if this person, like, this is the big thing they want, this is probably their most valuable their most desired moment so i buy them and uh i don't know i, I don't think i'm going broke on buying thousand fifteen hundred dollar first debut jerseys um but it's probably this worth started, a chance yeah right. this all started because we were saying we didn't want to put pitchforks in the people um and my thought process was like i had i don't know i have three four thousand dollars like in the dapper because i'm looking for when i can find like a good moment jersey um tj i will say the floor of these number ones and jerseys used to be a lot lower before we put this tool out. Now, like whenever anything gets like the fifteen hundred, like that just gets sniped. They're sniping it from you. They're sniping it from someone, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a fun tool. I, I like it. So, and I mean, I, I look. I, I'm not really trying to to buy too many jersey number ones right now, but I at least like looking at it just to kind of see what's out there. It's the dingling. We, we yeah. call it the dingling page. Because Dingling now has thirty plus number ones, has a ton of jerseys as well. Um, if Dingling wanted to make a page, this would be his page. <laughs> Just change the URL slash. <laughs> 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 oh, cool! Alrighty, I think that that just about covers it with everything with regards to the the hollow icon, and then we can move on to the the next topic, which is back to the Cool Cats. So, Cool Cats Four, we've got moments that have been minted. We have Chris Paul, Drew Holiday, Christian Wood, Gordon Hayward, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah, we've got the Cool Cats hat on. It is cool time. Cats back in action. Ready to go. We know that <laughs> there's going to be a Cool Cats 4 challenge. We know the challenge reward is going to be Russell Westbrook. And there's a lot of – this is one of the fun things to me. Like whenever, especially with the Cool Cats, right, They've the Dapper team has shown – some sort of theme behind how they're grouping these cool cats together. We also know that as a part of the challenge, there will be five common moments to go along with the five cool cats. And there's all kinds of kinds of speculation going on with regards to, to what we think or what people think these moments are going to be. I think when, when you look at the top movers on our site, a lot of them are somehow tied to, to some of these theories. So Justin, what, what, what is the, the speculation going on? What are the different rumors or theories that are out there and how much validity do they have in your opinion? Okay. I don't want to be negative Nancy here. Uh, Debbie Downer now. Okay. I love the idea of there being patterns and puzzles and what Dapper Labs is doing, just making the fun aspect to it. Um, I loved what they did with, you know, the first mint guys did a great job with the cool cold weather stuff. And I think um, either Phil or whoever it was kind of got a nice head start on that with the cold weather. I know John Boy and, you know, who's friends with the OTM and MCC is always active on this stuff as well. Uh, 
So there's a lot of people who are kind of putting some uh, interesting, you know, ideas out there. And I think it's really fun. And I think there are some accurate ones out there. Um, but I need to throw a little kind of sand on the fire. Um, let me share my screen again. Justin, okay. come on. It's Wednesday night. We're having good no, vibes. No. We're about to open no. a legendary pack. Tell no, the people need, everything's going to be okay. They want to know. We need okay. to, we need <laughs> to educate the people. Okay. The reason why I'm throwing sand on the fire is because even if we identify who these cool cat commons are, it doesn't mean that it's actually a good buy right now. Now it could be, but what we see, so here were four of them. I have the fifth one too, but just is ugly from the screen. So can, so we'll can you say what the theories were for people that may not be as plugged into? Yeah. Um, and I'm probably, if we can remember. Yeah. So there's two ideas. There's either one, it's a stray cat, meaning that these players were all kind of either traded free agents, new teams, they moved to somewhere else. Um, and so there's a list of kind of five players. Um, I don't have it with me. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, and that's kind of the stray cat theory. The other one is called the ice in the veins theory. And this is that for each of those five cool cats, they were all involved in buzzer beaters. So people were looking to find 35K players that were also involved in buzzer beaters. Uh, I think between the two, I'm more leaning towards the stray cat one. Uh, there's also some other variables such as you can't have a high circulation count because they like to release those commons with the cool cat ones later on. And that's the reason why I'm not actually bullish on trying to buy these ahead of time. Because we've seen in the past that the cool commons that are included are heavily included, are, are in the challenge, are heavily included in the packs for the cool for the cool cats. So, and that's what we've seen here for cool cats three. If you look, it was about March 22nd was the drop. So for a very short period of time, once it was announced that these players were in the, um, that these players were announced and part of the challenge, the prices went up for like literally a couple hours, an hour or two. And it was very hard to sell. If you're able to sell, well done. That's what you should be trying to do at this time. But after that, the prices dropped for even lower than we were before. And yes, the entire market was going down, and maybe that's actually still the case with a bear market. But in general, the main idea is just there are just going to be so many of these still released that if you're buying now, you're buying when there's a lower supply, so it's an inflated market. Uh, even if you get ahead of the game, it still might be more cost efficient to wait until after the challenge um, and then throw in the risk that you might be wrong and you might end up going and buying 81 Al Horford's I don't know. I was, I was, I was thinking in my head. I'm like, maybe you're just, maybe you're just burnt because you, you bought 80 Al Horfords. You know, maybe no. you're, you're, you're mentally weak now, Justin. Maybe, I was wrong, and I learned from it. <laughs> this seems to be a new theme of mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One question I have on that is, did anyone catch the mint count on the new Cool Cats? Is it 20 or 30k? 20k, 20k. 20,000. And, and what was the mint count on the last? Was it 15? 15. It was 15. Okay. I think that's the only other thing that I'd call out as to maybe help the cause of them like retaining a little bit more value is the supply of 35k for the base hasn't changed and there's 5k so like 30% more people that could theoretically complete the challenge so there could be a little bit more supply of those maybe motivating more people to complete it but I don't think enough to like necessarily counteract everything but um, yeah, probably gonna, all going to come out of wash and yeah I, I personally love this whole puzzle solving thing. Like as an NBA oh, fan, so I fun. love it. I wish they did more of it. 
um i was staring at that list for like 30 minutes and the best i could come up with was like half these guys either have roots to california or charlotte and that was the only thing i could come up with like a lot of ucla guys a lot of hornets i've learned like christian wood made his debut with the hornets i didn't know that um so a lot of fun little things so if anyone can tie that thread together let me know maybe there's a third option but i think the first the first one's probably it but yeah that's the thing like i love the idea of it i hope they do more of these um this individual one with the circumstances i just don't think it's worth going because i have seen people who have bought 20 30 40 of these and uh, they're just making a major play, like as if they're trying to buy 71 or 81 out Horford or whatever. And like, I've learned that's not what you should do. Um, but like, yeah, I, I just think, and that's another just overall theme. You shouldn't be buying moments when the circulation count is very low. There are literally moments out there where only 2% of the moments are released. And so if you really want that Malik Monk or the other 10 players, two rookies that are included in that, just wait. Because their prices are going to go down or more as more are released. And this is something that, you know, we spoke with last week with Max. And I hope that there's some resolution with Top Shot in the future so that this isn't the case. Um, but, like, it is. We're hoping to educate everyone to kind of increase that knowledge around, like, hey, don't buy the ones that have those circulation. We have it on the site and stuff. Um, but people are still going to make those mistakes. And it is what it is. Yeah, I think the, the circulation percentage thing is is definitely real important to be aware of i'll just i'll, I'll plug I, I know we tweeted it out earlier today but just to so for anyone that may not be aware if you go to our website and go to the moments page we have a column for percent in circulation and you can hover over it and see that tony snell for example you know two percent are in circulation and there's a bunch of those where that's the case and and, and then you know, a lot of them are, are minted and still to come in packs or, or maybe being held in packs. So just yeah. be aware before you're going to, to purchase a moment that, that you have all of the information. I think it's it's really important. And, you know, it does, doesn't mean that you can't buy one of these. I, I don't think it's recommended, but at least if you are going to be aware of, of what you're getting yourself into and the potential implications and the fact that more and more of these moments are going to be coming out. Right. And because if you look at chat, we'll pull up Corey just here mentioning that Monk was at 300. You then have Brett saying that, hey, if you're dumb enough to do this, then you're going to deserve to lose money. But I disagree because we have a lot of people who are new to the ecosystem and they may just want to be a person who's like, I want to buy players that I like. And, ooh, there's an Malik Monk out there. Oh, I really want to own that because I think he's going to have a great career. I really like him as a fan. We don't want to punish those users just because they haven't spent the level of time and the hours that we all have. Um, so that's why, like, I'm hoping there's a bit more of an education, you know, I don't want there to be a learning curve and you buy that Malik Monk, you just see the price continue to go down, 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 even if he has a 40 point game, like it won't matter. That's a poor experience for a new user. And that's what I'm hoping to kind of avoid. And yeah, I see crap just playing around. I, I still wanted to make the point. And so I'm taking advantage of your post. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you can see it right here, right? Big spike. And this is all it may look like a long graph, but this was as of yesterday. So it spiked up and then has, has come right back down. And yeah, we can see out of 12,000, there's only 279 that are, are actually owned and the majority of them have been minted. And so, so the difference here is that this means that they're in a pack. So sitting in someone's account in an unopened pack. And then this means that, that they've been minted and will be included in a future pack drop. So just, you know, we're, we're trying to put together as many, 
bits of information that we can, like Justin said, just to, to provide that transparency so that, and it's the beauty of the blockchain, right? All of this data is available. It's just a matter of finding wh where that data exists and, and finding ways to present it to people so that people can be educated and can, can make smart decisions or, or at least have all the information and, and know what they're getting themselves into. I think that's the most important part. Like you said, it's, it's a really bad experience for someone that's a brand new user, has no idea that there's only 2% of these Malik monks, sees that there's 12,000, goes, oh, this is great. I want one. I'm going to go buy it. And then they just see it crater from there. And they're like, wait, what the heck just happened? I hate Top Shot. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All righty. We're, we're, we're coming up on, on the 50-minute mark here. Any final thoughts from you guys? I think we should uh, get... get get the producer coop and the the fun aspect of the show here shortly but if there's final thoughts or anything you wanted to make sure we touched on with regards to cool cats or the general state of the market now would be the the time to do so taylor i, I want to give say, you a chance what are you what are you working on like what are you interested in what do we have yeah. kind of upcoming um just kind of yeah. interesting what you're i don't know so it's always i take it week by week right i have my newsletter every week and i kind of cut the line and had my projections take the slot for this newsletter. So I got to have a relaxing Tuesday night and not uh, be up till midnight cranking this out. So <laughs> I take it week by week. Um, I try to just balance different content that, you know, is for folks that are brand new for folks that are deep into the weeds. And at the end of the day, trying to make it still accessible to someone, right? Like I, my, my litmus test is when I send this to my dad, can he read it and totally get what's going on? Um, someone who got his first pack, but you know, is not deep into the weeds. Um, so, I'm bouncing around a couple different ideas. I think one really interesting concept that I've been thinking about is if you look at like traditional basketball stats, right? We have like every player performance stat you could ever think of that just captures every single thing they do on the court. And there's nothing that really captures like their flashiness or how like popular their game is or how much people like their style. And I think what's really interesting is Top Shot is sort of that, right? Like if you look at players, you can find very comparable players that have very different styles of play that the market likes or doesn't like, right? Like you can look at someone like Andrew Wiggins, who's a very solid NBA player who just gets no love on top shot just because his game is not super flashy. Um, so I think that's a really interesting thing that I'm starting to poke into a little bit more that sort of by chance top shot created this, you know, when you you're going to have to factor out rookies and things like that, that are skewing things, but it could be an interesting thing that really shows like how much people appreciate their style and their way of playing the game, which is hard to quantify in any other way. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because we all have a kind of natural inclination. We kind of understand that like, and this happened in the physical card market, big men just don't get the love that the kind of small men, high point scorers do. I mean, and Wiggins is only, I think six, seven, he was a number one overall draft pick. Yeah. He stumbled early on in his career, but he's definitely turned it around, but agreed. Like, he doesn't have the you know name recognition or you know snazziness um, that you would talk about. We've mm -hmm. actually so Bachman, who does our NBA player ratings, which kind of gives a career evaluation. He actually includes some of the off the court stuff. Um, so whether it's a social presence, whether it's their likelihood there of maybe being an announcer afterwards, their just overall brand recognition. Because I agree with you. I think it's very important. Like when we're talking about buying moments, it's not just how many rings are all stars. It's whether or not you like the player. Um, so I'm, right. I'm, I'm interested to see what you do because I know everything you do is kind of taking a data practice approach. So interested to see kind of what, how you um, kind of address that. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping to do it for this, this next week's post, but uh, 
no guarantees could be seen in you know a month six months we don't know <laughs> yeah like that's it. awesome awesome Lo- love that and you guys can go ahead follow taylor on twitter at taylor underscore stein putting out a ton of great content there you can sign up for his newsletter all that good stuff and then I'll, i think we'll just ask you one one final question taylor before we bring producer coop on it's just what 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 do you think is to come in the next i don't know one to three months right between now and playoffs and end of playoffs what, what do you what do you think is going to happen with top shot any any kind of thoughts on on what could come next state of the market general yeah. feelings on the next couple of I months i'm gonna here? I think I'm going to table any more like bold projections or predictions, but I think we're in an interesting point of the season. I, I feel like this is the basketball or top shot equivalent of like the dog days of summer and baseball where it just kind of goes on. Um, we kind of in this awkward stage, right? We had this massive boom. If we now have come back down to earth, um, we have the playoffs on the horizon and not too much necessarily shuffling from here to the end of the season. I think maybe you could talk about MVP race where, that race has sort of been the same for the last three, two months, two, three months, right? We've kind of had our heavy hitters. And after that, it's been pretty consistent through the whole season. There haven't been any huge swings there necessarily. So I think that Shout could out be something that, yeah, <laughs> something that could, uh, could change a little bit as we come down the stretch, right? I think um, if you if that's something that someone wants to value is MVP, right? Like if, if Jokic can carry the nuggets to a, a three seed for the rest of the stretch here without, Jamal Murray, I think that could be huge and something that maybe you'd see people start to value on top shot. But aside from that, I feel like we're in this kind of tricky phase where not too much is going to happen until the playoffs. Um, and with the I think the restrictions on the legendary pack totally make sense. I think valuing collectors is great. Um, one downside of that, I, I think, is you you don't get the stories of folks that heard about a legendary pack drop and just made an account and got a pack and changed their life and as much that may be just pure buzz, that may be something really there. But I think some of that definitely creates a buzz that gets people joining the platform. So I think there's positive and, you know, pluses and minuses there. But it's going to be a little bit of a grind, I think. Um, unless something drastically turns around to the playoffs, I think we may be in for a little bit of a, you know, kind of steady state until we hit the playoffs. Makes sense. I, I like that that outlook. Nice realistic outlook. That's that's what we're <laughs> all about here, right? It's, I wish it's I could. It's not yeah, always just going to be sunshine and rainbows. That is what it is. I mean, hey, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, my thing is, I just I just love following the market every day, no matter what, right? Even if I'm, I know I'm not going to buy anything. It's just fun to see what's going on. Fun to see what, absolutely the direction things are headed, and and I'm hopeful that you know we get some more buzz once the playoffs start start and yeah, totally. get a little ramp up there. So yeah. Cool. All righty. I think I think we should bring on the man himself that is is typically behind the cameras and will be joining us in front of the cameras because he is the only one in the OTM family, OTM team that was able to secure a hollow icon to legendary packs. Been waiting on this for over 48 hours now. Producer Coop, can you please enter the building? Or am I supposed to enter you into the building? There you go. Let's, uh, <laughs> what's 
going on? All righty. We need like a we need like a producer coop introduction video or something. Whenever you bring you on stream, I feel like we should be playing like a, a thirty minute video of you. For, can, uh, we just re- can we just probably replay the launch my- video? Yeah, that, right. That's what I was thinking. Like I'm it's ready like to get probably on my list of things to do, which is is only getting longer and certainly not getting shorter these days. So um, I'm not. Yes, I'm not kidding. Point, we will Coop, have do you have shows. the launch video? Can we watch the launch video before the hollow? Like. I feel like we need to pump this place up before a hollow. I really should have led with, should have prepped you for this earlier on. But uh, I assume you have one of those Ouija boards where you can just hit all the buttons and it ends up just shooting off. My computer is already going to get made fun of like four or five times today. Whenever TJ is yelling that the the moments so don't slow. play perfectly, and if I need to uh, if I need to update the or, or uh, upload again the the launch video i think it would be a little bit of a challenge at the current moment so apologize i did uh take it out of the stream yard so we don't have it available ah okay, okay. We'll, we'll add a, a producer coop intro video to the to the arsenal in the future but all right coop man we're gonna we're gonna turn it over to you and we're gonna get things going yeah so was fortunate enough to to get a pack um i have I'm always monitoring the chat and and the chat's interesting. I think we're, we're seeing these days a lot of like both bear and bull comments. Um, I'd say overall, we're, we're trying to let the chat play out on most of the shows um, because we want to see the different perspectives and the viewpoints. Um, But you're always going to see the, only the bots get the packs, only the influencers get the packs. Um, I, I think between Justin, TJ, myself, Bach, Neil, over the course of like the last, I don't know, eight or so pack drops, I think we've only got like three or four packs. You know, I I think overall, there's just always going to be that variance. I remember a time where I think it was like five or six drops in a row where I was on my computer, I was getting very similar numbers and I was even like, all right, I'm using my phone for the next drop. So I think all of that is super normal. Um, But then, you know, things sometimes fall your way at the end of the day it is a it is a lottery system there is luck involved in all of this so i'm super grateful to be incredibly lucky um so i've got all the the lucky things pulled out tonight i got i have one hole in one in my life i got i got the golf ball i got the got the flag behind me um probably the luckiest moment of my life uh, since the before the this this pack uh pack luck that i've got so i've got all all the luck um going my way right now well um yeah, so I did some analysis. I think Taylor is spot on with some of your comments and T- TJ too around flipping, right? And, and selling, selling the the. If I would have pulled a LeBron, would you would you sell it? Um, and it's certainly like something I'm thinking through. Um, I initially said, well, if I would pull a moment for fifty thousand dollars for for me personally, fifty thousand dollars is in, an insane amount of excess liquid capital to do a lot of things with, including buy top shots, you know, invest in crypto, crypto. Um, there, there's just a lot of things you could do with that money. Um, but then I also think there's the, the other aspect of we're in sort of a bear market and you see these people that are buying the hollow icons right now are the diamond hands are the people that are bullish on the platform. And when you're looking at moments that are out of 99, it's just insane how rare that's going to look very soon. Um, and, and so I'm super pumped about just opening this pack in general and having one of these, these legendary moments. Um, for me, I had 
72 moments before the drop i had spent over a thousand so um but i had zero rare and zero uh legendary moments so i'm gonna acquire a few of those um tonight which i'm super pumped about um and and i will say this too um our mcc mission controls the discord has been just incredibly incredibly positive over the course of the last couple of days um i think the community aspect is something that is it gets hits sometimes about like, oh, being negative or being toxic and there's toxic people. And I think you're always going to have that when you're talking about a couple hundred thousand users uh, on the platform that are super active. Um, but man, it's been awesome to be part of MCC from the very beginning and some of the people that have stuck with us and have been with us since the very, very beginning. But we keep adding new people that are bringing great analysis that are continuing to be positive. Um, and I think we were fortunate enough to have you know, we've got like 2000 or so members and we have five or six pools of, of legendary packs in there. Uh, people sharing who they got. I, I think the first person that pulled a pack pulled a LeBron and everyone was liking that comment and loving, loving that. So the, the vibes around the community have been just incredibly, incredibly awesome. So super pumped. And thanks to everyone who's reached out, said congratulations and, and good luck tonight. I'm Turning red in the face and yeah, saying good luck. Sweaty, so yeah, I mean, Coop gives a whole speech about he's how he's basically going to hold on to this moment forever, and then he's going to pull the number three CP three and just have to gift it, gift it to me. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. It's so certainly what, not so getting what's gifted. out there. What, what, what do we know? Do we know what's out there? I know the people want you to open the pack, so let's try and go through it quickly. But you, yeah, you let put me together let me a little, share, a little let me thing. Share my screen here, real quick. We'll get to it eventually, people. But we, we want to. This is we don't know how often this is gonna happen. I mean, this give is, Coop his time, this moment. Rare, yeah. This is all right. So what yeah, do we got? So I, I completely agree. Can you guys see, or do I need? Yeah, you can see it. Okay. So I completely agree. We don't know how often this this is going to happen. I think getting a legendary pack is gonna be insanely impossible going forward um and you're gonna have to get super lucky. Not that I, I got super lucky this time, right? So who knows if you're ever gonna get this lucky? So I did sort of spend the last uh, 48 plus hours that Justin and TJ absolutely forced me to wait to rip it on the stream uh, <laughs> and doing some analysis. So what, what's, what's out there? Um, I, I think there's four to there's five moments here that I highlighted that are insanely, insanely awesome um, that would love to pull. Obviously the LeBron, obviously the Anthony Edwards, I think three other ones that to me were, were I was pumped about as I watched each one of these, uh, the jaw is just a, a great, great moment. I I think bullish on jaw too long term. So I, I loved uh, just watching that one and checking that out. CP3, uh, Justin has pitched the the CP3 number three or CP number three so many so many times. Um, so I, I think that would just be insane to pull <laughs> to pull on stream. And then I I think. I'm still pretty kind of newer to NBA and watching a lot of more NBA these days, but even before top shot, I always loved when Dame would go off in the playoffs. I just really like Damian Lillard. I, I like his game. I think he has just a, a really cool approach and, and the shot in, in this moment is pretty sweet. So that was an, another one um, that, that I really liked. Um, and so of course the, the chat, it, there was a few people that are like, I, I heard someone's going to give away a $1 moment. Um, so yes, because the community has been so good, I'm going to give, we're going to do the $1 giveaway for, for two of the commons, uh, that are in this pack. But if, if I do in fact pull 
one of these highlighted moments, uh, maybe I won't do it for $1. I don't know. We'll, fi- we'll figure out. But I'm going to give away uh, an MGLE tonight uh, before before we end the stream as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll figure out what that looks like um, because I think this this community and the people that have watched our shows have really just been awesome people. So pumped it to give a little bit back and uh, put some put some additional future pack luck back into, uh, into the community. Love it. Let's do it. I'm hype. All right. Let's do it. Uh, let me... Hey, producer Coop, do you know how to make sure that there's sound on the? <laughs> Man, if I mess this up, I'd get uh, booed. We're gonna be forever. looking for a we're gonna be looking for a new producer if you mess this up. This is your your one shining moment. <laughs> the legendary music is pretty uh, intense too. It's not oh, yeah. like the the simple bass pack. It's it's coming at you. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah, seriously. Uh, and I really like the uh, and I don't know if this has evolved Uh-oh. before. I've never gotten a legendary. I've never gotten a pack that's not a common, but um. With this, when you hover over the different areas, you can see yeah. which one is going to be a common, an MGLE, and the legendary. So we can make sure we get the uh, you know commons first, MGLE, and then work our way up. Yeah, we're uh, we got some technical difficulties. Hold on, give me a second. Ready here, Coop. Hey, your, co- your computer sucks, Coop. There. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Boo! Wait till we watch the moments, and it's all choppy. <laughs> it's gonna be the worst. It's gonna be so tilting. <laughs> Music's gonna sound like it's All coming right. from a oh, It's gonna be great. Sub. There yeah. it is, hollow oh. icon. I have no idea what those look like. Let me uh, let me adjust the the sound a little bit here. I I didn't wear the the Bose headphones tonight that I typically have on because I literally cannot hear anything of anyone talking whenever you're trying to trying to watch the clips. So, all right, so uh, let's do it. Let's uh, let's open it up. John number one or CP three number three. Here we go. I'm definitely nervous. As you should be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? How many LeBrons were still there? I mean, obviously that's the can most you, expensive. Can you guys hear the music? Weird. It'll start up no. after this. I can even uh, hear the music. Oh my. No, we don't hear it. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Oh, here we go. There now we hear it. So that's your hollow. We want to do the white ones first, the underlined white. Come on! All right, we're going to go for the bottom. All right. There you go. Two eight. I will play the, the clip even though. Uh, my computer is going to get roasted again, but I will play it. We'll, we'll see if it wants to play. Oh, I, mean, I think the ball probably went in. Oh, no, it actually missed it. We got the rebound in the back. There you go. Oh, job. Oh, we got a job. There's a job. We might get two jobs. Keep it going. Is it really choppy? Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> oh, that's gonna love you. I hear this might be the cheapest moment in right now. Six dollars. Uh, I heard this is worth like a couple hundred thousand dollars. Right? 
It needs to end at 69. There's only a 49. You're close. Yeah, 20 off. If, if you add two and four and one and five, those are both six, so it's really like six, six, nine. Numerology expert, Mr. Justin Hazel. Keep it going, we got a couple more comments. Come on! Danny Green. Okay. Okay, you're just getting rid of all the bad ones. Again. That was so People are asking to kill the music. Should we do that? I mean, we really can't Maybe. I'm okay with that. Should I kill Let's, it? Yeah, kill it for now. And then before we open the legendary, we'll put it back on to get hype up. So yeah. kill it, kill it for now, and then put it back on for the legendary. Is that what I, I think heard? so? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. All right, all right. So we got one or two more uh, commons. I think two, maybe. It's yeah, like when I the lights come commons. on at the bar. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got Mr. COVID himself. Go go back. Yeah. I, I mean, I so, know, like, yeah. They, all the moments need to be actual plays, but if like there was a moment with him actually just touching all the mics and stuff, like <laughs> how insane would that be? Yeah, uh... gotta happen. <laughs> all right, last common. Okay, good, good oh. cereal to finish. Oh, a oh, double oh, that's like a double ring. Double Van Vliet. Wow, God, that's <laughs> the four V's. We got to have at least one of them going up for Am a dollar I, um... shortly. <laughs> Someone yeah. <laughs> go ping over Zed and get him in here. He needs to know. Yeah, let him know. Let him know. Let him know. Actually, right. I'm going to give a pause real quick. Coop, I want everyone on Twitter, just go tag Pete over Zed in a tweet and tell him <laughs> that we're stealing all his Van Vliet's. And if he wants them, we're selling them for a dollar and he needs to come in here. We are going to crash the Van Vliet market for him because if the lowest asking of Van Vliet goes to $1, oh, his, his account, account valuation, valuation is going way down. Pretty much dropped by 500%. <laughs> let him know let him know <laughs> all right let's go bottom up stay with the bottom up approach and jellies uh, pelicans oh josh hart number 50 okay. all right number 50 solid nice. 50s yeah. yeah i'll take this for sure. I like 50 i mean also he's awesome man mr josh hollow is... yeah mr hollow himself yeah yes sir and we and we said this on monday the players in these mgle packs are not like they're not superstars like you're not gonna the, the expectations can't be super great yeah that's a that's a that's a pretty right, good mgle pull all for support. sure yeah Especially number i was gonna say i'll definitely take i'll definitely take two digit cereal and 50 on the on the nose is, is nice all right uh taylor give me left or left or right here left or right let's go right right all right Hey, oh, so there you go. Your, your, squad, your squad, Ubre? Kelly Ubre. Kelly Is it a it's dunk? Like... Oh, oh, the putback. So cool. That's a dunk. Pretty nice. Putback like dunk. A, still weird not seeing him like as a Celtic. I just always have that. Just I don't know. Never a Celtics <laughs> fan, so I just see his face. Just <laughs> that that um Char Char. I think that's Charlotte, right? Yeah, that green in the in the paint there always always gets me going. I think in in the in the moment. I like that. It looks sweet. I like the th I like the thumbnail. It's nice. Pistons. Killian. I love this. Hey, nice rookie. One five five. Yeah, rookie. Floater. 
All right, man. You got a badge, and right? Was, yeah. And then there yeah, was one. Was a badge. I think it has a badge, right? Yep. Yeah. Two badges. There was one. All righty. All right, and then and then there and then there was one. Should I, so should I play one. the music or, or not? <laughs> I think maybe play it and then cut it and then open it. And that works. Get some pumped up. I mean, I feel like we know, gotta get like hyped for this. We all know this call number three. Give me all those sneaky threes. Give me a whole bunch of sneaky threes in the chat. Three, 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 three. three. <laughs> Go. Let's do it. All right, I can't wait any longer. Here it comes, the moment of truth. Let's see it. Orlando. 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 Number, nine. Ooh, number, number nine. All right. Oh, Ross, but number nine. What is his jersey number? I don't know, actually. Number nine is nice. I think it showed like 21 or 31 or something. This is a 31, yep. 31. This is the game winner, too, I think, right? Hey, not bad. Number nine, though. That's, Number nine. Uh, Single. That would get extra premium. Yeah, for sure. So what we get? We got a we got All a rookie right. a rookie MGLE with Killian. We got a number nine. We got a a solid number fifty of the Josh Hart. Overall, pretty pretty decent pack. Yeah, Jock definitely. Common too. Definitely pretty good. Pretty good pack. Single digit serial is pretty awesome too. And we're going to single-handedly destroy Pete Overzet's account valuation by putting these Van Vliet's for a dollar. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. So I want to, I want to, I'm going to put, let's see, I'm going to put one Van Vliet and then mm, what else do you want? Yeah, we'll Coop, you definitely got to make, you got to make it, you got to, got to make this into a showcase for the people so they can go ahead and like it for sure. Certified baller showcase, yeah. I'll uh, off the off the fire showcase together for sure. Definitely. Thank you to everyone in the chat that said congrats and, and thanks. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Um, so let's do a couple. Let's do a couple one dollar moments uh, for for the chat. So we'll do the number. Let's see what the other one is. We'll do the the number two one five four nine. Fred Fred Van Leet, and we'll do. The number three one two seven nine Danny Green seventy uh, sixer for uh, for TJ's hometown squad. So start with so, Van Vliet uh, just so they're all ready. It's going to be Van Vliet slash thirty five k. So everybody get your uh, get on that screen, get the refreshes going. Coop's going to put it up for a dollar, and uh, it's really just going to be OTM versus the bots. Hashtag beat the bots. Let's go. We're beat three and zero here. We're three and zero here, ladies and gentlemen. We got to make it four in a row, and then five in a row here. All right, let me and just tilt, clear. And tilt all of you that click it, and then get a failed transaction. <laughs> so many. That's my points. favorite part. <laughs> uh, all right, Fred Van Lee, 20, 21. Uh, sorry, let me get the number again. Here we go. Uh, two one five four nine. Two one five four nine. Placing for sale. Coop, share your screen. Yeah, share that oh, screen. Yeah. Whoops. Let me try that. We'll again. get some refreshes going. To uh, you can see, and uh, I think the, I think majority of people in the chat know this, but we are on about a fifteen second delay. So whatever you see has already happened fifteen seconds ago. 
So be ready, be refreshing, be at fiving. Uh, Coop may have already listed it by the time you're hearing this. Yeah. All right, here we go. One dollar. You got to go again because you're going to have to confirm it after. Oh, yeah. Place for sale. Multiple times, yeah. Confirm. Are I you like sure you want to place this for a dollar? <laughs> yeah, I like a lot of people saying that the guy uh, that sold the LeBron for twenty eight hundred versus twenty eight mm. uh, thousand. They were like, "Top Shot should really make a warning," and and someone was like, "Of course they have a warning." Yeah, that was that's, that was a tough one to watch. That's a tough misclick. Yeah, it's a tough, All right. tough misclick for sure. There we go. All right, confirming transaction. The link you guys put in, I don't know if that was TJ or Coop, was that to the actual moment or the or like the actual serial or just the no, just the Fred page. Van Vliet, the general okay. Van Vliet page. All right. So we'll do we did the Van Vliet. It's out there. Someone someone spam the chat if you uh Go if you purchased it. it. Who's gonna get it? First, this is my first time being on the other side of it because usually the moment we did this before, I was the one listing it. Uh, I haven't even seen it come up, so yeah, pretty sure, looking for that. Pretty sure it's gone. Dude. I'm pretty sure it's gone, but uh, oh, I, I see it. Yeah, I was definitely gone. Sure I see gone. it, but it's, no. I see it, but I'm sure it's gone. Yeah, it's no longer in my uh, <laughs> in my right, collection. So cool. Is, is we'll, tag this old? We'll refresh this. You got the next one ready? Yeah. So next one is gonna be. Danny Green, 31279. <laughs> Already failed in the chat. <laughs> Everyone's processing. I'm still it's rooting, for, I'm still rooting for, for my man, Evan Tan, to, to get a moment uh, to, get, to win one of these. <laughs> um, I'm just right, whoever, whoever got it, let us know in the chat and DM us as well. Yeah, we just it. want to make sure that uh, we got it. We got to count the score. It's 3 0. We got to make sure this gets to 5 0 and not. Uh, Ooh, gotta love Mikey. Gets it. Do we have gotta love Mikey in the chat? Also, uh, if anybody wants to, let's let's see. While you guys go, I'm gonna look and check out this guy's account. Uh oh. Do we have a bot win? Do I oh. want to click place for sale? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're fine. I think you're fine. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Danny Green, three one two seven nine. One dollar placing for sale. Yeah, Alaska I saw people saying how how could that person list LeBron so low? And I commented on Twitter like they do have a warning. I my theory is they thought because I think the low ask of the time was twenty eight five twenty thousand five hundred, and I think they must have thought like, yeah, I know I'm going under. I'm I'm just going five hundred dollars. Yeah, right. They should and say like you are twenty eight, twenty six. That should be like red. Like you are not even close right now. Right, and I mean I think it was late at night. Like I've definitely had some drinks and been on Top Shot, and I think like you know on a screen you might blur together a little. Um, I do like so for people who heard our show on Monday night uh, for so rare the you know European the the, the football the soccer game. He actually built a bot that would buy them when people accidentally list it for way too low. And then he would just sell it back to the person who um, 
he would just sell it back to the person who accidentally sold it for the same price he bought it at as just like a nice gesture. Um, wow. That's very and nice. And so, and that's really cool. And then occasionally what happened is people would be like, oh, hey, I appreciate it, but I don't actually want that. And then he uses that as a giveaway for various things on his site. So uh, apparently bots aren't all that bad. Uh, I was also watching this one coop and I was not able to even get uh, to processing. So <laughs> <laughs> It's gone. Anyone in the chat? This one showed in, shows in my... Uh... Yeah, it's got different it's got than it. the last one. So, did we uh have we checked Twitter or her? I don't think we saw anything in chat. It's fun though, because if Gotta Love Mike is a bot and we don't hear anything, we're just gonna report that sucker. Yeah. And we found a bot, and you got got for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Producer Coop, let's see as it refreshes. Warhawk, 405. Warhawk. Hopefully that is someone in chat. I have not seen that name. It is another person that has joined in February. This person has created a showcase. That's a positive sign that they are not a bot. They do not have anything for sale either, and they have eight moments. I believe this is a real person. Sounds right to me. Yeah, I mean, all there. They, they've got either it is a brand new bot that is really trying to fake it by throwing. I mean, out people some- people are saying that there there are other sites out there that that show the deals in real time. So if there's people that are are like there could be humans monitoring those sites and clicking. We're faster, too. but the, yeah, we should be faster, right? The yeah, data is that to those like there's at least for live. There has to be at least a lag, right? Yeah. Raven has a delay as well. Like yeah, there we go. Guy in chat got it. Um, did I miss this? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it. I saw in chat saying my brother's uncle got it. <laughs> right. Well, someone said wife. my wife's boyfriend. <laughs> my wife's boyfriend just told me he got it. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, too funny. Too funny. Okay. Oh, well, uh, we will have to review this. We will see whether or not we get some DMs of anyone saying that it was them. Uh, 59 seconds he after buying it he's got it listed for eight bucks i do have that yeah i have someone saying gotta love mikey is a bot um and if that is the case every uh, bre- breaking news cool cats tomorrow Ooh. pack drop ninety two thousand five hundred packs that makes sense because twenty thousand five cats yep. so a hundred thousand them 2 leaving PM eastern time for, yep okay so if you want those Malik monks, there's probably a bunch there. We could also probably go actually. We could probably go see and get a better idea of what those commons will be as well, because we can have a better idea of what's in the packs. Um, the show has gone on a lot, and uh, <laughs> it seems like the bots may have won tonight. At least not. I'm still thinking win. that Warhawk is real, but it seems like Gotta Love Mikey is a bot. Everybody go in, report Gotta Love Mikey on the sheet. Go in Discord, <laughs> complain to Jacob and Newsman. We found ourselves a bot and it costed him six dollars, sucker. <laughs> Man, uh, what a bummer. All right, well, three to two. We hold our no. lead over the bots. Three, to, three to one for now. Or, yeah, three to we'll one for now. Right, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm expecting a DM <laughs> or something. Not a confirmed bot. All righty. Well, hey, cool cats pack drop tomorrow. So. We'll be, I'm sure we'll be looking into that after the show. 
tweeting out any fun info we find on it. And uh, I think that's it for tonight, gentlemen. Any final awesome. words? No, Taylor, thank you for joining us. Um, really enjoyed this. Um, I always enjoy, you know, picking someone else's brain and hearing through your process and stuff and kind of your thoughts, um, you know, really respect and enjoy the work that you put out there. Uh, so really, hey, from, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing and helping out the community. I know they really enjoy it. Um, and thanks for joining us. Yeah. Awesome. I really appreciate it. Had a lot of fun. And yeah, like Justin mentioned, if you want to get kind of a look behind the scenes at how some folks do top analysis, just follow me on Twitter, Taylor underscore Stein. And I have a newsletter every week. It's called Minted Moment. You can check it out. So um, plenty of that to go around. Definitely check that out. A lot of good stuff coming from Taylor. Coop, thanks for the pack drop. Pack opening, I should say. Congrats on pulling the number nine. I think Thank that's you. Pretty, pretty solid single-digit cereal. Thanks for feeding fun the bot. <laughs> yeah. Do what I can. Yeah, the bots have been have been fed. Uh, you're, just, you're just going fishing. That's all you're doing. You're just trying to find out. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was legitimately saying, like, this wouldn't be a bad way to find a bot for, uh, you know, dope for Dapper Labs to catch bots, but whatever. <laughs> oh. All righty. Well, let's go ahead and close things out. On behalf of Justin, on behalf of our special guest, Taylor, and on behalf of the Hollow Icon 2 pack opener, Mr. Producer Coop, I am TJ Lasig, and we will see you guys next time.